Okay, you guys, hi, it's Ari, and welcome to Basil Archives. Today I have my friend Mira with me, and she is a professional nail tech, a model, and a creative director. So, I wouldn't so. even label myself as that because I'm like a model. I'm not even signed yet. <laughs> so you still be modeling? <laughs> I wish I was signed. That'd be cool. But you're gonna be signed if you want to be. Yeah, I do like being in front of the camera though. Like I feel like yeah, that's my spotlight being. Yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna undersell ourselves, okay? You are a model. Thank. We're gonna speak it in to fruition. Okay, so Mara, tell us about yourself. So, um, I was born in Cali. My parents are from Cambodia. I've been living in Georgia since I was like six years old. I'm 22 now, so that's like, uh, it's been a minute. So mm -hmm. basically, I'm raised in Georgia. Um, I was like growing up in Covington, small town. Like, I feel like the people who made it up out of Covington, like, you know are doing things that they really want to do mm -hmm. and it's rare to see that because it was just a small town it wasn't really everybody was like closed-minded mm -hmm. and stuff extremely yeah, close minded. very close like <laughs> you know like you know it's like out there um but yeah like i would say what pushed me to be like more creative was just basically living in covington it just pushed me to want to explore outside of it mm -hmm. and like figure out if there's more than just this small ass city with like mm -hmm. these closed-minded ass people but mm -hmm. yeah that's really what just pushed me and just because of my family like I come from a small family it's just my mom my dad mm -hmm. me and my sister my older sister um, but unfortunately my older sister passed away in 2018 and she was really the one that put me onto nail stuff Really? Yeah, because she wanted to do nails. So she had got all these acrylic nail supplies and stuff, and she would practice on me. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, oh, this is cool. Like, <laughs> I started doing it on her, on myself. And I would say when I graduated, I graduated in 2017. That's when I graduated high school. Mm -hmm. I started practicing with, like, acrylic more doing it on myself but then 2019 was when I wanted to take it seriously and was like oh I could start doing this on people and like people will fuck with it mm -hmm. you know and like actually pay me to do their nails so that's when I started like really getting into that <sighs> <laughs> Mira is my nail tech and she's bomb as fuck like she be drawing all the characters doing yeah. all the 3D art I want to do more like intricate like crazy designs on nails it's just the clients that i get they don't be asking me for that they just be oh. asking me for like simple shit the nails i did for you though mm -hmm. i really like doing those yeah those are dope those were fun to do and it was on your natural nails too so that was really cool yeah. your natural nails were long thank like, you cool okay so on this podcast we do a wtf which is like what the fuck moments and it's like realizations that you had this week or today so what was your like WTF mm, I'd say this week I've been having dreams lately like just weird dreams of me always being in a school setting which is weird because honestly like I dropped out of college I mm -hmm. dropped out of college this year um 
Like, I, I felt like college was the biggest stressor in my life. Like, mm-hmm. it just wasn't benefiting me, you I know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, you know how it is. It's, like, really hard. I was really doing it because of my parents. Nobody graduated mm-hmm. in college in my family. I would have been the first if mm-hmm. I kept going through with it. So I just wanted to make them happy, you know? But I dropped out because I realized, like, I'm not living for my parents. Like, I'm living for me. So I'm going to do what makes me happy at the end of the day, you know? Mm -hmm. But ever since I dropped out, I felt like, okay, school is gone. I don't have to worry about school. But now I'm having these dreams (laughs) where I'm in a school setting. And it's like I'm in high school, though. Like, high school. In high school, growing up, it was... It was stressful, too. Like, I would say during high school, my parents were really strict on me. I mm-hmm. couldn't leave the house. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really go out anywhere. They always just had me confined mm-hmm. in the house. And But I'm still trying to realize, like, why do I keep having dreams of me in a school setting? Like, I thought mm-hmm. I'm over this. I'm, I thought I went through, like, I'm past the trauma that I went through, yeah, like, in high school some, and Maybe shit. it was like, some, like, underlining trauma that you like experience I don't know and I want to like figure it out I don't even know if it's a realization moment it's just something that I notice and that's like, okay that's a realization yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just something that, <laughs> that I notice and I want to figure out and dig into and just why do I keep having these dreams what is the universe trying to tell me you know basically no cap because dreams are like a they're very symbolic yeah, you know dreams are. always run off of symbolism and stuff so Everything you see in your dream has a meaning or something mm-hmm. to your actual life. But I'm not, I just want to figure that out. <laughs> and we're going to figure that out. And once you tell me, let me know. Because I'm very interested into, like, finding that out. Um, so my WTF moment today was that I had a, like, deep conversation with my aunt. And basically, I found out like we had a conversation about money Mm -hmm. and I found out that her trauma came from her parents and so like her scarcity with money Mm -hmm. went down to generations and generations and passed on to me like a generational trauma yeah Yeah. when it comes to finances and thinking that you have to work extremely hard to be successful or to have money because like you just said like you um dropped out of school and we talked about that like she wanted me to go back and I was like it will be a decision for me at the end yeah, of the day yeah and like that's what I keep telling myself too like I always could just go back to school but it's like do I really want to do I feel like I need school like yeah. it's really just up to me and what I want to figure out at this point like yeah and I feel like it depends on what you actually want out of life like if it's for other people and the validation of other people, I don't think it's the best thing it won't for go the you. Way that you want. No. Um, yeah. Like. It won't. Um, but yeah, so this episode is actually titled Lessons as a Twenty Something. And I feel like Mira is very wise. <laughs> and she be she be knowing her shit and she's been through some stuff just like I have. And so even though I'm only 22, about to be 23, I feel yeah, like, I, yeah, I feel like I've experienced a good bit yeah. of life. Yeah, I <laughs> definitely feel like I have an old soul. I don't know what it is, but being 20-something, so I'm 22 now. I feel like what I learned in my 20s is honestly take your time, invest in yourself, mm. invest in your craft. Do not 
compare yourself to other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And I think that ties into like having social media. We're in an age now where like social media is a big thing. People Mm -hmm. take shit seriously from the internet. And it's just like, you can't live your life basically like getting validation from people like that from off the internet, you know? Like, it's just crazy. I just feel like people have this thing where they're like, oh, I need to be successful by the time I'm like 25. And it's just like, no, you no. don't. Like, you could take your time. I saw this tweet. It was something about <laughs> Jesus uh, started hitting his prime when he was, like, 30-something. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, but basically it's saying, like, you could get to where you're at by the time you're, like, 30 or 40. Like, there's big designers and people mm-hmm. out there that doesn't don't get successful until they're, like, 30, 40 years old. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, this shit takes time. But you'll get to where you're at when you're doing things, like, for your true self. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yes. I completely (laughs) understand you. Yeah. Like, I just feel like we shouldn't compare ourselves at all. Because that just puts us in a constant, like, despair and depression and just being Mm -hmm. insecure. Like, we don't want to continue to do that to ourselves. Yeah. Comparison is really the thief of joy. And I feel like... Like you said, there's so much to life. There is so much to life outside of your phone, for sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. We could use social media to our advantage. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's a tool. It's a tool for sure. But it gets to a point where, like, where you abuse it, where you're going on there to like just look at bullshit, toxic shit. There's mm-hmm. a lot of toxic shit on the internet. Yeah, I feel like you have to really organize not even organized it's like redirect your mindset when it comes to social media like try to only follow people that inspire yeah, that you inspire or don't you. And follow don't follow nobody yeah yeah <laughs> so you could just be in your own lane and i feel yeah. like everybody is so worried about when in the house and it's just like why can't you just be and just let the universe yeah. like bless you when you're yeah. ready basically just be in the moment and i know it is easy to say than do but you really just got to appreciate every moment while you're, like, still breathing, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, it just makes me think about, like, my sister, my older sister that I told you about that mm-hmm. put me out to do it now. She passed yeah. away in 2018. She had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And she was young. She was probably, like, 28 when she passed away. Mm-hmm. It just made me realize, like, yo, like, I got to just continue to do what I'm going to do to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. I can't let anything hold me back. I got to just, you know, go through whatever generational trauma that my parents had put onto us and just fight through it. Just continue to move forward. I felt like my sister, she went through a lot when she was younger. She didn't graduate high school. Mm -hmm. Um, She was in and out of jail and shit, Mm -hmm. like juvenile when she was young. And like that impacted her a lot. And I felt like she carried all that like guilt and all that bad shit that she went through and just Mm -hmm. didn't know how to accept herself or move forward with it yeah so it probably was the reason why she got sick you know yeah i actually was looking into this book that i want to read it is called your body keeps score Mm. yeah and it's basically about how like your trauma and how like your emotional well-being can like Creates hormone, yeah, yeah affects it, it, your, it body. your body, yeah, sure. and create and health like problems, yeah. That's honestly what happened to her, yeah. And I learned a lot from my sister, a lot. She taught me so much. 
but just by her her death like it really impacted me a lot and it just made me realize like I don't want to go through that you mm-hmm. know? like and that's and I guess that would lead me like to my next point is that you're never too young for therapy yeah, like therapy I mean here's my opinion on therapy what you think about therapy so therapy it's like I feel like it's a waste of money especially if you're paying mm-hmm. just to talk to somebody just for them to prescribe you something mm-hmm. you know I feel like we shouldn't rely on pharmaceuticals like that there's natural like okay. herbs holistic you know things that we can take to help us with that you know what I'm saying and yeah. plus I feel like Personally, me, I have friends that I could vent to, you mm-hmm. know? I have people that I could talk to about my problems, and mm-hmm. they'll give me feedback versus mm-hmm. talking to a therapist. They're just going to sit there and take notes, mm-hmm. stay quiet the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't be in that type of scenario. I don't know okay. if you get what I'm saying, but yeah. Okay, like, well, my outlook, I, I think my outlook used to be that before I started therapist. Like, I'm a holistic hottie, if mm-hmm. you don't know. <laughs> and so it took me a really long time to actually find a therapist that was, like, holistic. I actually am looking into, like, hypnotherapy. That's cool. And so See? that, like, actually I didn't style. even know there was other like yeah that's type like of therapy. therapy see i'm thinking like you know like the ones that you go to like oh no there's definitely know. there's definitely those but personally for me i don't take um medicine for like depression or anything if yeah, anything i like i i do shrooms i like psychedelics as far as like for depression and anxiety oh yeah that but shit beautiful yes if we're we're gonna have an episode on that soon (laughs) um but as far as therapy i feel like it's a negative connotation around it because you just have to find a therapy that works Works for for you you. yeah Yeah. that's what i've been hearing too like i have friends that go to therapy Mm -hmm. and i don't pay for my therapy their therapy sessions are like i don't know how they sit through it like Mm -hmm. my my friend was telling me how she sat through a therapy session and like her therapist would not say anything even when she was like, can you say something? Like, can Yeah, you those are not the type like, of therapists. Yeah. Like, I like the therapists to actually, like, put me in my place, give me yeah, homework, see? to go out in the real world. And I'm very critical and very particular about my therapist. Like, I'll be quick to break up with my therapist if yeah. they're not doing what they need to. I guess it is all about finding the right therapist for you. It's just mm-hmm. me, I don't have health insurance. So yeah. I don't even know how to, like, even find a therapist, like. Okay. If I wanted to speak to one, you know, mm-hmm. just don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad that we're talking about this because mm-hmm. I can definitely like help you if you want to help. Um, if you want help, but it's really like it's a it's a journey to heal mm-hmm. yourself, and it's like really up to you to heal because it's not yeah. like at the end of know, the day, it's up to you. Yeah, yeah. facts, and it's like, like something that you would want because it. It caused, like, emotional turmoil on you if you sit in with all your traumas or all the things that you worried about right now in your life. And it's just, mm-hmm. like, you don't, you shouldn't have to deal with that. You don't deserve that on your yeah. heart. And so... Yeah. I'd say therapy definitely benefits people in some ways. And, you know, there's other therapists out there mm-hmm. who don't really be doing shit but just prescribe you pills. That, and they need to go. <laughs> yeah, those need to go. See... I don't like those. <laughs> yeah, they need. They definitely need to go. They don't even... We're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. that that is not that's not it um so do you have another like lesson that you would say you've learned i'd say i'd say in life like in reality the world that we live in right now i take everything as like a sign if that makes sense no that does i take everything as a sign and i just go by intuition so whatever i see whatever and whatever comes to my mind i'm just gonna take it as a sign and just that's how i flow through life and i feel mm-hmm. like that's like kind of like magic in a way like alchemy yes using our alchemy our natural like magic and just living flowing through life to get mm-hmm. to where we're at you know honestly fulfill like our purpose in life no that's true I feel like this, like, conversation is, like, mad divine. Because I literally put in my notes, I was like, don't doubt your intuition. Like, if you don't follow your intuition, you're going to regret it. Yeah, you're definitely going to regret it. It's always that gut feeling right there. Yeah. Wait, I'm trying to remember. It's a chakra right here in your gut. In your gut is solar plexus. Yeah, it's that solar plexus. Your confidence in yourself. That chakra right there, that energy, yeah. That's, like what gets us yeah you always need to follow your gut follow your intuition and i feel like it's important to acknowledge ascend and accept yeah yes so when i don't know if you guys probably don't know what that is but basically like acknowledge your past Mm -hmm. accept it but also like figure out how you can work through it and yeah. yeah To help move to go forward. Mm-hmm. We don't want to keep going back to the past. We don't want to be in a constant loop, being in the same cycle. Trauma cycle. Like, well, karmic cycles. Karmic cycles, <laughs> yeah. Like, basically, we just need to break out of that, you know? That's basically all we got to do. That's all really I got to say is just like, just keep moving forward. If anybody is dealing with anything, you just got to keep going forward. Mm-hmm. Stop going back. And What's that song that came? <laughs> Like moving forward. It's a Kid Cudi song? Yeah, it was like Kid Cudi and Kanye. It was on the um, Kid Sea Ghost. Every time oh, when I no. say that, I don't know if you know what song I'm talking about. But every no, time, I know the album, though, that you're yeah. talking about. Um, okay, so another point is your ability to love yourself is mirrored in the love that you accept from others. Ooh, see, not yeah. about love. <laughs> about love, definitely love yourself first first and foremost for sure i've learned that the hard way because i've i've hopped in a relationship you know me and travis yes. my significant other we've mm-hmm. been together for a long time a long ass since time. high school i was 14 and he was like 16 or whatever i was a freshman he was a junior at the time and we've been together ever since don't get me wrong it was bad like it mm-hmm. wasn't perfect Definitely in 2016, we, like, broke up. We would get back together. We were on and off. It was just, uh, it was a lot. But I really, in those moments, I realized, like, yo, I have to work on myself first Mm -hmm. before I'm able to even give love to someone else, you know? It's just all about learning to accept your flaws, learning to accept who you are as an individual, Mm -hmm. and to just be comfortable with it mm-hmm. you know so that you could be comfortable with others and all that like love is just i love love though like yeah. love is <laughs> it, it's complicated it's such a complicated thing like <laughs> it is it's because it's like it has so many 
complexes to it. Yeah. And it's not even just like romantic love, it's platonic love. Yeah, it's different types of love, love from your family, Yeah. all that, like. And just trying to And it's crazy because growing up, my parents never said I love you to each other. I Mm -hmm. have foreign parents. And that's very prominent. Like, love is different to them. The way they love is like controlling, Mm. you know? So, but I'm realizing that with, like, my family, just growing up, they don't be saying I love you to each other. Mm-hmm. We just recently actually started saying I love you to you. Like, and how did that feel? Like It felt, it just made me very more closer to my parents. I feel like after my sister passed away, we just felt like we need to be there for each other mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. So hearing them tell me that they love me, like before I leave to go back to the city when I visit them, I'm just like, oh, like I'm it's still so getting used to it. Yeah, yeah like because growing up, it wasn't like that. My parents weren't affectionate mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, and that can cool. cause a lot on your like mental yeah, too. Yeah, growing up, like yeah. it, it actually did. Like the way I would say when me and Travis were together, like in the past, like when we first dated. The way I loved him was like how my parents loved me, controlling. Sorry, it was my gratitude. It was my gratitude. But basically, like the way I loved him was like controlling. You know, mm-hmm. we just got deep. In the no, that's like, that's deep because I'm like, I realizing, feel- damn, I did love him in a controlling way in the past. Like, yeah, because it's like it's all stemmed from generational yeah, trauma. Yeah, your parents. From, from like even for me like my mom and my look well basically my parents were emotionally avoidant mm-hmm. still to, to this day a little emotionally avoidant like yeah. just like you said like me and my mom just started saying i love you to each other yeah and so like even with my partners i was getting emotionally distant avoidant like mm-hmm. running away being very passive aggressive yeah See, and it's with, just like for me i feel like i needed attention from from Travis at the time like I always wanted attention from him Mm -hmm. and it was because I didn't get that from my parents they didn't really they weren't affectionate affectionate to me or nothing like that like Mm -hmm. it was just either I go to school get good grades that's it Mm -hmm. like nothing else yeah and like oh it's just crazy looking back like wow it really all stems from your parents Mm mm-hmm and I'm about to say some other mom blowing shit though. Um, not everybody can agree. It might be an unpopular opinion, but I also have this feeling that we chose our parents to learn the lessons. I, I heard about that too. Like before we come into this life, mm-hmm. we choose like who we who we want to be our parents, what we want to deal with, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And I'm just like. Sometimes I be tired. Yeah. I think about it just like, wow, I really chose this life. I got to go through it, though. Like, I'm going to go through it. But, damn, I really chose this life to live. And it's just crazy because, like, I believe in that, too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I believe we did choose to go through this. Like our lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in this lifetime, it's like um, we need to get through it because if we don't, we won't, we'll be in that same loop, mm-hmm. you know, that constant cycle. We don't want to be in that cycle anymore. No. <laughs> yeah, so this is, like, a great time. I, I love this generation, though, because I feel like we're more aware of that, mm-hmm. you know? So 
it definitely like it's gonna help our generation for sure it really is it's really gonna shift yeah even how we see like families like even even how we are like seeing families or like showing up for ourselves is really like changing Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. and we're like it's so powerful because we're even teaching the generations before us like yeah it's okay you don't have to be so uptight like right it's okay to look at yourself and to heal yourself Mm -hmm. and to not hold that guilt and resentment that you have for like so long Yeah, like I know it's a lot of people, like our age, they're not dealing with that shit, so they like to avoid, mm-hmm. you know, be distant, and mm-hmm. it's like, no, bro, you need to face your fears, like, mm-hmm. face your demons. No, <laughs> literally use your like, demons to your them. advantage. <laughs> like it's it's wild. Okay, so let's see. I, I think like talking about stuff like this like, yes me too i love talking about stuff like this that's the whole reason why i'm getting to... in there like, yeah because i love talking about deep shit fuck fuck, fuck the... being on the surface like <laughs> fuck the what's your favorite color like, fuck your favorite color come yeah. over and we're gonna talk about yeah. some deep shit because it just all connects to everything you know mm-hmm. everything connects flower life type shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's crazy because i had an acid trip Okay, first time I did acid, I was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I did it like the third time, but I did it in the same month. And that's where I fucked up. Okay, so my third acid trip I've ever had when I was younger, um, I saw, I would see like the flower of life on everything. Like really? those sacred geometry patterns. Yeah. yeah, like I would see that on everything and it freaked me out. Like <laughs> I had a bad acid trip. It was bad to the point where my parents got involved. Was it because it wasn't like you didn't have like a shaman or it wasn't like probably and I yeah like I didn't have I was doing it alone in my room so oh girl no yeah (laughs) in my parents' house like oh my fucking god like you're never supposed to do acid by yourself yeah I was young I was a freshman I liked I liked acid when I did it the first time I was like shit I want to do it again Mm -hmm. I did the second time had a great time third time it was bad it was just so bad and I think I took it because. Also, at that time, me and Travis were on and off, mm-hmm. so I was like, fuck yeah, I want to escape my emotions, but nah, that shit no, was No, psychedelics will bring up everything that you're trying yeah, to hide from. and like, that trip that I had, it felt like, I don't know if you ever heard people would describe hell like the worst shit that happened in your life will replay over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's hell. Yeah. Or whatever. So that's what they say. Yeah. But um, that's what happened basically in my acid trip. Shit was just spiraling, like happening all over again. And my parents had to intervene and like it was really bad. It was so so bad. you talked about like the circle of life or the si- the, the flower, flower of life. life. Yeah, yeah. Like I was. So it's what basically was that like, symbolism for you? So what I found out like about Flower of Life is just it's basically like sacred geometry and like how these patterns or whatever like everything in life is just like connected like a mm-hmm. web. And when I saw that at the time I was freaked out about it because I was like, what is this? Why does it it look literally look like a spider web on everything, like making oh. everything connected. It was really weird. Still to this day I really wanna figure out why why did I see that? You know, mm-hmm. like, 
what was the meaning like I know everything in life is connected but like I know it's deeper to it like it's something deep to mm. it yeah <laughs> I love these things like I'd be like mm, what does this mean like and then I'd be trying to make my little theories mm-hmm. but that is that is true though have you ever got like a past life regression no I've heard people that got it done before I would like to get one done I feel like I live hella lives like maybe this might be my last one though because I feel like I'm tired <laughs> I want to yeah, be like that and I feel like I, I'm knowing what I need to know to move through life like mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm facing whatever I need to face mm-hmm. you know so but I don't know I would like to see what I was in my past life like <laughs> yeah I got one and it was an experience so how do you get those done? Like, I went, well, my, I have a holistic spa. Uh-huh. And so I went there and got it done. Um, but yeah, basically it's like a deep meditation. And she just takes you through your lives. And you just see, you either are in like your past yeah. life body. Or yeah. like she tells you what it was. Like oh. I personally wasn't in my past life body. But I had yeah. a friend that um, she was in her past life body. And then in a past life she was a man. What? And she had a family. Maybe I feel like I was a dude in my past life because I feel like I have a lot of masculine energy in me. Yeah. Like, the... So, but damn, that's really crazy. I need to, I need to try that out. Yeah, that would be cool. It would <laughs> give you like a lot out. of answers because she gave me a lot of answers about my life. She said I was very old. She was like, my soul is like 70 something. And I was like, yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> like people be like, oh, you're not tired. I'm like, I'm tired. I want to be a spirit guide after this. I want to do the ascension that I need. Yeah, like I need to ascend. I, I am tired. But yeah, so in my past life, I was a woman and I was a weaver in Africa and I had like a whole family. Oh. Yeah, and I was like weaving baskets and I was happy. Have you ever like talk to your family if they knew anybody in their family that like um, baskets or just made crafts like that well actually my grandmother she taught me how to sew and i picked up sewing very easy oh, that actually explains why you sew yeah i picked up sewing extremely that's, that's easy that's wild that makes sense though yeah because you used to weave and make i'm really good with my hands wow. yeah i'll be picking up like skills like this yeah. Yeah, I need it. You need it. You need to get a past life. You need your past life progression because it gives you so many like little gems and like things about your life or what you need to like accomplish in this life. Mm-hmm. And so maybe like the flower life will come up in one of your past life, or maybe it was like yeah. very important to you, symbolic in some way. Um, do you have any more things to add? Whatever you ask me, like I'm, I'm willing to like answer or whatever. Okay. Also, an important thing is other people's opinions of you are not your business. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I honestly, I really, to be honest, I really don't care what people think about me. But a lot of people think it. (laughs) I know, I know. Actually, I feel like a lot of people are very curious about me and, like, you know, but I feel like. People, when they see me at first, they probably think I'm a bitch or something. Mm Because I do have a resting bitch face. Same. I have some bold ass (laughs) eyebrows. Like, I can't help it. And people probably think I'm mean or something. But Mm -hmm. when they actually get to meet me, they're just like, oh, like, she's actually really chill. Yeah, nice. I honestly don't care what people think about me, though. I feel like if you want to know me, you 
can talk to me we can have a conversation so how did you get to that like mindset though I feel like I started getting into that mindset like after I graduated high school basically mm-hmm. like on my own like paying for everything I'm doing everything on my like my parents didn't pay for my cell phone, pay for my mm-hmm. cell phone bills. Like, I feel like by the time I was, like, 16 or 17, I had to get my own job. My first job was, like, Waffle House. Waffle was, House on Sigmund Road. I don't oh know if God. you know that exit. <laughs> but, like... Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, like, I just felt like I don't care what people think about me. Like, I'm doing all this shit on my own, and I'm mm-hmm. going to get to where I need to be type mm-hmm. shit. Like, yeah, I mean, I used to be insecure, mm-hmm. but I felt like I felt like this being insecure is just making my self worth like making me feel like shit. I don't mm-hmm. like feeling like shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to just be happy mm-hmm. and like just go through what I need to go through. You know, just live your life. Basically, just living life. Just living life. Living life. <laughs> being in harmony with everything around you. Being in, being at peace, like, with yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's just how I feel. I just feel like a lot of times I was in solitude a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, after I being in high school, in solitude at my parents' house, graduating, like, living at my sister's house. I had friends. I was hanging out with friends more, but there were times where, like, I was definitely feeling like I'm on, I was on my own, especially after my sister passed away in 2018. Mm-hmm. 2017 was when I graduated high school, so mm-hmm. I was hanging out with all my friends in 2017, but then 2018, boom, my sister passed away. I was, like, alone a and lot. And you felt like you needed to be isolated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that just really taught me to not worry about other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, that's, like, something really heavy that you, like, had to deal with Mm -hmm. and during that time I wish you had all the support and like love that you needed during that time because I I know I understand how lonely that could be it was very lonely but that's how I grasped like just loving myself more speaking Mm -hmm. about like you know yeah the beginning topic that we had just love like I guess that's how I figured out like how to just keep loving myself more and it helped it really helped (laughs) I'm proud of you (laughs) I'm proud of you. It's like you, you honestly point. have to go through the dark to see the light. No. Literally. You can't just... Yeah. People keep thinking... Like, especially people who like clout. Clout pictures. <laughs> they like to do everything that's handed to them that's easy, you know, to get mm-hmm. to where they want to be. Fake it till you make it type mm-hmm. shit. But I just feel like that's not how it should go. Mm-hmm. You need to go to through the dark. Through darkness. To see the light. Yeah. And you don't even know what you can create by, like, looking at your shadow during that time Literally, and what you yeah. can face. Yeah. Because that. something of that time of, like, looking at yourself could really pop up later in the future. And now you know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. Now you know how to, like, really deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel I am 100% on not ignoring yourself. Yeah. not treating yourself like the last resort like yeah and it's not even to be selfish you know? no people think like you know self-care like oh like that's selfish or whatever no it's not selfish at all like people need to realize you do need to give yourself the time of the day mm-hmm. you know you can't always just 
give yourself to others all the time it's draining when you're you gotta like fill your cup yeah like it's really draining when you're putting other people problems onto yourself like mm-hmm. you need to deal with your own problems first yeah know? it's literally like you emptying your cup and you're trying to give your cup away and you don't even have anything to put your water in right like, exactly it's a good metaphor for that for sure like, yeah it's important because us as like loving giving beings it's like you want to give everything to the next person but what do you have mm-hmm. what do you have to even yeah, offer to even end, yeah. yeah to even give yeah. yeah it's okay to have some solitude but don't isolate yourself for too yeah, long for too long you, yeah you you still gotta know what's out there you mm-hmm. know like you can't be isolated for too long but yeah Okay, so do you have anything else to mention? I can think of right now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, no, it's okay. I, I think I, I think we had a good episode of yeah. like the things that we learned as 20-something. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys um, got any insight from this. And also, if you stayed this long, um, <laughs> I'm actually starting a Patreon, and so we can start building our community and like yeah, doing lives. Me. Yeah, doing lives and like talking to you guys and connecting to you guys. So that will be in the link below. And I hope to talk to you guys in the next episode. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> been that bitch since the I've been that bitch since the pamper. I've been that bitch since the pamper. I've been that bitch since the pamper. I've been that bitch since the pamper.